Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Rosa Ritchie of the Shepparton News. Indeed it is. Joining me on the line this morning. Good morning, Rosa. Good morning. How are you today? I'm pretty well. How's your week been? This is the week that was. How has the week been? It's been very, it's been busy. Things are picking up more and more, I think. Um, instead of being busy with COVID updates, it's heaps of jobs out and about and, you know, figuring out who'll go where. And um, is, Isn't that a nice change? It's a nice <laughs> problem to have, Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe if we start off with um, the Education Minister, James Molino, coming to Greater Shepparton Secondary College yesterday, you, both you and I were there. What were your thoughts about that, Rosa? Oh, well, he seemed com- completely delighted, which I suppose isn't a surprise, but um, it had been a while since he had visited and he said he'd been wanting to for a long time, but for obvious reasons... Um, travelling back and forth between Melbourne was discouraged for a long time. And he seemed, yeah, completely um, delighted with the facilities, which are essentially complete inside. So it's just the landscaping and, you know, putting library books on shelves and things like that left to go. Well, maybe if we just uh, I'll play a bit from yesterday where James Molino speaks, followed by the member for Shepparton, Susanna Sheet, of course, who was also there, you hold on the line for a minute, um, Rosa, while we play this. Will do. This is a very special sneak peek at Greater Shepparton Secondary College. Um, as you can see, the uh, buildings are complete. We're just doing the uh, finishing touches to the school, including some uh, all-important finishing of the landscaping. Just so keen to uh, get back out here uh, with Susanna Sheed, the local member for Shepparton, um, and to meet with uh, students and teachers and school leadership. Um, for what is the most magnificent uh, new school uh, in the state of Victoria. This is just such a special project. Um, I am blown away by, uh, by the design, by these new facilities, uh, but the, the single best experience of this visit today uh, is listening to the comments of the students behind me. Um, I've got no doubt that day one, term one next year, uh, when all our students come to Greater Shepparton Secondary College, uh, they'll be blown away by what they see. And uh, the young people of uh, Shepparton, Marupna, the Golden Valley, they deserve the very best, and that's exactly what we're giving them. And I'm just so excited. I can't wait to be back here for the official opening and seeing uh, 2,200 students walk around um, and enjoy. Look, I would like to say, first of all, Minister, thank you and thank the Victorian Government. This is a huge investment in our community and it's one that I don't think we could have dreamed of. We had tired old schools. We've now got a state-of-the-art setting for our young people to be educated in and the opportunities of having all the resources in one place will truly be outstanding. The access to subjects, to services, to all sorts of things. We've got our own wellbeing building, the gym. All these things in one place will just create opportunity that this community has never known for its young people. 
So that was Susanna Sheed, of course, following the Education Minister James Molina on the site of Greater Shepparton Secondary College yesterday. And of course, you can, Rosa Richie's joining me on the line from the Shepparton News. You can hear all of those, um, I guess, bulldozers still working in the background there, can't you? Yeah, there was, um, there was, I, I, I think I understood where the oval would be, but it wasn't. It wasn't grass yet, so... <laughs> no, some some turf com- uh, company's going to do very well out of the college, I think. I think so. Yeah, so what was your impressions? Um, well, it, it had that, you know, new car smell. Like, it, you know, it's everything is brand spanking new and everything is completely modern. So um, that will be a really welcome change, I think, for students who, as Susanna Sheed put it, some have been studying at, you know, tired old schools. It'll it'll be a, a literal breath breath of fresh air, I think, um, starting with Term 1 2022. Yes, I'm sure we, ha- we, we are not talking about this for the last time, Rosa. What else have you been working on this week? Uh, well, earlier this, sto- this week, it wasn't, it wasn't a story of mine, but while we're talking about um, education, Darren Linton published an article um, about the... Safety concerns at the front of Kyala West Primary School, which is your neck of the woods, Terry. It certainly is. Um, so yeah, but we all know how fast I suppose trucks and um, cars zoom past. You know, there, there is the school um, speed limit there now, but the, the families and school community is still quite concerned after um, that terrible crash in I think 2018. That there should be more done to to reduce the risk of traffic incidents. Um, yeah, the wheels move very slowly when you're trying to create that sort of change. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that came up again, um, that topic, because they they would like those slow wheels to move a little bit more quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think Wendy Lovell, um, the member for, what do we call her, Northern Victoria, mm. she raised that, so I guess credit to her. Yep, and um, I don't know if you saw or if our listeners have heard because it happened kind of seemingly spur of the moment last night, um, the domestic travel permit system for Victoria is gone. Yes, isn't that good? (laughs) You can come and you can go as long as the other state or territory will have you um, from Victoria anytime you want without needing to... Ask permission. Yeah, isn't that nice? Uh, in contrast with Queensland, that is, I don't know if they're still talking about it, but earlier in the week they were talking about imposing a $150 test on everyone entering. Oh. Which uh, is not um, something I am looking forward to because I'm looking at taking at least three of us up there in January. So it yeah, just, it, it's just crazy, you know, they're trying to encourage tourism and they've, they've done that. Adding a, adding a cost... Um, such as that would be out of reach for a lot of people. So that's Absolutely. Imagine a big family. Imagine if you had five kids or something. Yeah. Uh, government, you shake your head sometime, don't you? Mm. Um, but, yes, hopefully down here our, our Chrissy holidays um, mean that we can have guests who can, who can come in uh, without too much hassle. Okay. Well, perhaps I'll have you tell us about one more story before I let you go, Rosa. Well, this was kind of the most fascinating story this week, and again, it, it wasn't it wasn't mine. But um, Seymour Health is uh, going to be sued, it seems, by a woman who was watching telly when she discovered that 
a life-threatening episode that she went through at the hospital during a surgery 14 years ago um, may have been the result of medical negligence. So it's been over a decade and, and it was about nine years ago that she was watching a show with ambulance officers and they were, they were treating someone who was experiencing the same um, issue she had and she realised that, um, that maybe things had gone awry. Um, you know, and again, this is, this is all allegations at this stage, so certainly no, um, no proof as of yet that that is what, what went wrong at Seymour Health, but it, it's kind of fascinating that you know, they call it the idiot box, but it was very informational and helpful for this woman. Oh, well, I hope she gets some sort of resolution. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rosa. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you next week. Pleasure. Have a great week.